Super Talk Mississippi media production. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida, Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hey, you know, I say this on Coast View all the time, and I certainly said it a lot yesterday that when you decide to spend your money locally, you're casting a vote for the kind of coast of Mississippi you want to have. I couldn't say, I said that a lot during the holidays. I'll continue to say it as we go forward. Uh, Spending money locally is so important. We know people are going to use Amazon and Sam's and whatever they, whatever else they do that those boxes are going to appear at their doors. But at the end of the day, we want you to always Take some of your money, hold it back, and spend it locally. You'll be glad you did. There's a lot of good reasons to do that. The conversation I had with Paige Riley from Hillier House at Ocean Springs yesterday was a a great reminder of the kind of uh, merchants we need in coastal Mississippi. That story, the story of the Hillier Hillier House, is a story of coastal Mississippi. It's a story of resiliency. Of, of needing to strategically change over time to sort of fit the needs of what the market is today and, you know, coming back after hurricanes and the kind of decisions that have to be made and the kind of people who are behind those decisions, it's truly remarkable. Today's today's show is a little bit like that as well. Uh, I, I Every chance I get to have a conversation with a local merchants who's kind of bet the ranch on their small business, that they're going to, what they're going to add in their little corner of the world it's beyond just being a business. It's about it's about contributing to the sense of place of a community, and uh, that's what this this conversation is going to be about today. I want to introduce you to Bart Luther, who owns a company in Biloxi called Biloxi Bicycle Works. And uh, I mentioned this to him before we started the show. He didn't know me from Adam, to be honest with you. He might have known me through the show, but I've been in his, his shop many times because I bicycle a lot, and uh, I need I need parts from time to time, and, and Bart's store is where I go. So I can't wait to tell this sto- his story and his commitment to this community. It's it's going to be a fun, fun visit today. Bart, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Ricky, and thank you very much. And, I, and uh, thank you for the kind words from someone like you and i and i have done a little background on you on what the things you do for the gulf coast so um i'm glad you take advantage of the lifestyle here by riding your bike and enjoying the the beauty we have here and thank you for shopping at my shop Uh, i say that to my customers as they walk in or out the door all the time thank you for shopping local and i truly mean that um uh, as a local business owner i talk with a lot of local business owners and we do truly care You know, it's not just a business for me. Um, A lot of times I'm riding my bike to work and I ride over the Biloxi Bay Bridge from Ocean Springs. When I get to the top of that bridge, I look down at Biloxi and I say, what a fantastic city to work in. And it's not just because the bike shop is there, but because of the community that's here. I usually get here early enough in the morning that I get to see the families that live here generationally or they moved recently and they're walking their dogs and they're drinking their coffee. And this is more than a strip mall. This is a community. So you get the hustle and bustle all day long. 
And then the evening, the sunsets, you get the same thing. You get the families coming out. You get people coming to enjoy it. It gives me a soul. If this was and nothing against strip malls, but this is a whole <laughs> different feeling. And it really makes coming to work a joy. Um, I, I well, love what it. I love, great. What I love about approaching your store when I come there is you do get a sense that it's more than just a bicycle store. It's um, yeah, and you do mean what you say that people are riding their bikes there. People are outside talking. There's a there's a little vibrancy that's happening in your little corner of the world. Uh, tell us about that, and tell us about your store, and then we're going to actually take a step back for a bit and talk about what led you to open up your own business. How how did the the pandemic really enable you in ways you didn't expect? We'll talk a little bit about the supply chain issues you've had along the way. But um, but, to, but first of all, describe what you created there. Well, I like what you said. It's, it's a vibe. You know, we definitely just don't want to be a business that sells bicycles. We want to be so much more. Um, or if it's just not worth it. Um, I love being part of a community and doing things with the community in and out of the bike shop. But I wanted a place, a central place where people could come to gather, meet other like-minded people, or or even just find a place for their soul to, to feel comfortable with. Uh, we sell a lot of different types of bicycles, running shoes, but the big thing is, is people are finding health, fitness, and enjoyment. And it also doesn't have to be just physical fitness. A lot of mental fitness goes with it. Um, and that's what we wanted to create. We wanted to create a place for the community. Um, now, a, a deep passion of mine is making a community more mobile, helping a community grow. I love providing jobs for local people. So there's a bigger picture to it, but it couldn't be what it is without the community coming and being part of this and not just, just coming in the door, shopping and spending money. It's about leaving a part of your soul. It's about part of your personality. It's having people join us with their personalities to mingle with our personalities and make one big happy group. And I'm talking about a very diverse culture of people, you know, all different body types, all different physical fitness levels, uh, colors, creeds, economic values. We just all meet here and have fun together. Um, so that's what I'm trying to create. Uh, of course, this is Biloxi Bicycle Works. Um, I don't want this to be a commercial about my bike shop. I really want this to be, you know, we are a place that you could come to to ask questions. You can ask questions about your butt, uh, why you're not comfortable sitting on your seat. Maybe why you feel like you, you've done some work in the gym and you just don't feel like when you get out on your bike, you're in, in good shape. A lot of that could be the fit on your bike. So this is one of those places I want people to feel very comfortable to walk in and ask us any questions. I got super lucky because I'm not a retail guru. I have 20 years in accounting and engineering. I read retail stuff now, and it says that if you have a fireplace in your retail establishment, people feel comfortable. I got lucky. I have four natural fireplaces here. So it's not on purpose at the shop. It just kind of all came together. And when people walk in, see a fireplace and uh, a, a genuine smile of someone that wants to help them, no matter what your fitness level is. I want to have that reputation. If you're fast, come here. We will make sure you get a good workout in. But I also want to make sure that people can come here if they haven't ridden a bike for 15 years or if they don't know how to ride a bike and still be very comfortable. All my staff loves bicycles. I do have a small staff and sometimes I'm asked, hey, why don't you hire more people? I would love to, but I'm very picky about who I have working in here because I want everybody to be able to, to share the same vibe I have. 
Uh, I have customers helping other customers a lot of times because that's the vibe of the shop, you know, and no one's asking for a special deal. They just, you end up loving to share the things that make you happy. So um, Biloxi Bicycle Works is one of those places that I hope people, you know, get happiness and joy out of. And I, I do hear it on a regular basis. Like, thank you, Bart, for opening this. Yeah. Well, look, Bart, here's the reality. As I mentioned, I'm a, I'm a customer. So I, I ride the wheels off my bike and need new wheels. And uh, so when it, when I more, more recently needed some, some new tires for my bike, um, I went, I wanted something that was, could handle some of some off-road. I don't do much off-road, but I still wanted to do a little bit and it was good on the street. You helped guide me in the right direction. And, uh, those wheels have been terrific. Um, I, you mentioned the seat, you know, I remember the seat that I, the old seat that I had on this bike, it did kill my butt. I had to wear, you know, padded shorts and all that. And it just still didn't seem to work very well. And you, you said, you got to have a bigger seat. And here's, here's what I want you to try. And I tried it. And uh, I don't even have to wear padded shorts anymore. I've got a seat that's, that fits perfectly for me, and it works really well. But, again, when I come there, i got to like a specific question. I'm coming in. here. I need this and help me with this. But what I see while I'm there is that vibe that you're describing. I personally have witnessed it. And, uh, and what people should, should know is they don't know this. This is not an infomercial coast view. People are invited to be on this show with me. They don't pay to be on this show. They this is this is an opportunity for me to sort of highlight the people on, on the coast who are contributing in ways way beyond their businesses. And we're going to be getting into that in just a second. You mentioned that you uh, your background had nothing to do with retail. Where where did you grow up? And give me your story. Well, actually, I grew up in Belize, Central America. And of course, you know, cycling is a big part of the Belizean culture. Um, I moved to Colorado and, you know, went through grade school, junior high and college in Colorado, which is a very fitness orientated state. And luckily, uh, sports was something I was, I was pretty good at. So, you know, um, to make sure I had a college scholarship and everything, I did play a lot of team sports to make that happen. But in Colorado, we had alternate sports. Um, of course, football, baseball and soccer are great, but. The schedules are pretty tough, and if you're a small guy like me, it's hard to play some of those sports competitively. Um, I was able to cycle to get my college education it's, and some other sports uh, as well. And I, sometimes I don't see the opportunities here as much. Um, of course, the West is different. I choose to live in the South for a reason. Um, I love it here, and it's nice to see. Now we've got a... Um, something called the Nike League. It's a high school mountain bike league that is really coming up in the ranks and gaining popularity very quick. So, so um, We're coming to the end of this segment, but when we come back on the other side, we'll continue your evolution that led you ultimately to Coastal Mississippi and to open uh, your, your bicycle shop here in, in Biloxi. But this is Bart Luther, and we'll see you on the other side. Live or on demand and watch episodes of Coast View on your laptop, desktop, or on your phone or tablet by going to supertalkmsgulfcoast.com. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. One of the things I talk about on Coast View all the time is that it takes so many different people to make a community like Coast of Mississippi tick, and they contribute in so many different ways. Rarely are you going to find a local merchant or entrepreneur that doesn't have some connection to the community because they understand the more engaged they are in the community, the more they're going to be able to adjust their business to meet the needs of the community. And you just hear that story over and over and over again. The thousand points of light I often refer to them as here in Coast of Mississippi. But I'm visiting with Bart Luther, who owns a wonderful little uh, business in, in downtown Biloxi called Biloxi Bicycle Works, a company that I, I use to, to get you know, to, to meet my bicycle needs. And, um, and we were talking about how cycling has always kind of been in his gig. He loves coast of Mississippi, but, um, but you had a career in other things, didn't you, Bart? Yes, yes. I was an engineer for many years and an accountant. So I uh, moved to the Gulf Coast, you know, 18 years ago. I, I chased a girl down here um, from Fairhope, Alabama. That, you know, the relationship didn't work out. We're still friends. But what I did was I fell in love with the coast. So I figured everything happens for a reason. And I, when I reflected back on that relationship, I said, you know, there was a lot of good times, but divorce happened for a reason. But what I think really happened is it brought me to the Gulf Coast. And I yeah. truly have fallen in love with this area. Of course, I do have, uh, do have a lot of job offers out there right now. I'm not going anywhere. One, I've hung my hat on the building here. I bought the building here on Howard Avenue. Um, I, I didn't love the Gulf coast and wanted to make sure I wanted to be here for the rest of my life. I wouldn't have made that decision. So it, it's nice that, that I have been enticed, you know, and get these, these other job offers, other places, but I look, tell everybody, look, I'm here in Biloxi. I feel good here. This, I feel like there's, there's a purpose here for me and my bicycle shop. And every day I get that answer from the community saying, we're glad you're here. So I'm, I'm sure glad it's that symbiotic relationship um, I wouldn't want to be in a place that, that, you know, I could make money in, but wanted to leave every time a vacation or a long weekend happened. I really enjoy my weekends in Biloxi, my time off in Biloxi. Of course, cycling has been in a, a thread of my life forever, but I did, you know, get a college education and a nine to five job. I, I was an accountant at Triton, which is a local ATM company in Long Beach. Very, very good company to work for. So it was a hard decision for me to leave a good job like that to, you know, strike out on my own and open up a bicycle shop. But um, they were very supportive of me. Uh, great. Like I said, great company, um, very family orientated. And I decided to take that leap of faith and they they helped me with that decision. So, um, so, so, so Bart, Bart, when you opened up your bicycle shop, when you decided to make that decision, did you go into it? Sort of realizing that it was good, you were going to create a very special sense of place unique to you, that vibe that you're talking about, or did that sort of serendipitously grow from your effort? I definitely wanted that vibe. Um, I'm a little bit selfish, so there's some things that even though I love the Gold Coast, there's some things I wanted for myself to make sure I was going to be happy here for the next 20, 30, 40 years, hopefully. So I, you know, the bicycle scene here is great. I actually went to the Gulf Coast Bicycle Club's banquet last night. It's fantastic looking over at 100 plus local cyclists and just seeing the enthusiasm and all types of cyclists. So not just high end road cyclists or mountain bikes, 
there was a group of cyclists, everybody from beach cruisers to long distance riders to every age group, every gender. It was, it was fantastic. And when I, you know, walk out of a place like that, I said, you know, I do want to live on the Gulf coast, but I wanted a little bit more of a synergy. I wanted a bike shop. I wanted to have a, a vessel for helping the bike shop be more mobile. And I knew that me owning a bike shop and not really doing it for just a sense of profit. There's, there's so much more to it. Um, I kind of knew when I opened up this bike shop, if I wanted it to be much more than a bike shop, you know, I knew financially, I'd probably be taking a bit of a hit after being a professional accountant. Um, and I have, but there's, there's just so much more that helps my soul know that I'm in the right place doing the right thing. I, I love, I love that story. I really do. There's so much to talk about. Um, first of all, this, this whole notion of bicycling in general, it's been, you know, it's been a conversation that's been happening here on coast of Mississippi, in coast of Mississippi for a while. We certainly talked about it after hurricane Katrina, why it was important to, to really accommodate that part of, of our community. Um, for me, myself, I just think about, and I, and I talk with, with, uh, Fofo Gillich about this just about every time he's on the, on the show, but, my my normal bike ride would be to leave here, go across Pops Ferry Road Bridge, and uh, head down to Highway 90, and then ride down, uh, you know, the essentially the boardwalk. It's not the official boardwalk until you get uh, near Treasure Bay. Hit the boardwalk, go all the way down, and then uh, come out on the other side. And, uh, you know, maybe go to the Boat Revive. Sometimes maybe I'll go to Ocean top of the Ocean Springs Bridge like you described. Um, to me, that's just a great. I feel like I'm when I when I've ridden my bike there. It's about uh, ten miles to get there, and then to ride to the top nonstop. You know, my my thing is to I'm going to take that whole ride up that 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 uh, embankment there, nonstop. Stop at the top and uh, and have a breather. But when you get up there, you feel like you've accomplished something. First of oh, all, yeah. and secondly. The view from there is incredible, but the, but my point is the fact that I can ride my bike from my house on the North Shore safely, take sidewalks, you know, and then once you get to Highway 90, do what you need to do. Um, we're lucky that we've got a city here that gets that, aren't we? Yes, we are, and it's coming to light uh, very rapidly just how valuable those kind of natural assets are, and that's what I want to call it. We're lucky that we have what we have. Uh, of course, there can be some improvements and we're working with a the city there, but what they are is they're seeing um, in our area, our, our forefathers have done a, such a great job of providing economic opportunity. Um, of course, here on the Gulf Coast, we love those lifestyle opportunities too. So it's nice when you can blend those. Naturally, we are just in a beautiful place. I see it in my shop every day. People come in, especially right now, the snowbirds are here. And they see this beautiful natural beach. I've been cycling all over the country, all over the world. It's hard to get what we have. Um, I just came back from a uh, urban economic tourism conference. You know, it used to be the big push was was um, far tourism or eco tourism. But after COVID, travel hasn't been as easy. Um, things have gotten more expensive. If you can recreate, work and enjoy the place you live in on a daily basis, it sure makes life a lot better. Like you said, Ricky, riding from your house and being able to cross that bridge, take some side streets and make it out to the Gulf of Mexico here and ride your bike down the beach, 
it's beyond what dollars can bring. And people today really want more than just financial stability. We want some lifestyle to go with it. Um, now, our leaders are really seeing, especially nowadays with roads getting more crowded and stuff, the safety aspect needs to be increased. And we can do that fairly economically here to bring the lifestyle of the area to a level where other places have it. Um, and it also can really help our tourist base. Like I said, right now we have a lot of snowbirds in town. They are such fun people. And they come to my shop every day. And basically they're asking where can I ride my bike and spend my money? <laughs> They're not asking, where can I get the best deal on lunch? You say, where is it tasty? And you send them to, to Mahoney's for lunch. And they could ride their bike down the Rue Magnolia and lock up their bike safely without having to worry about getting stolen. And go in and experience Mary Mahoney's for lunch. And then they walk out and they look at the Borevage there. And what is it? It's a three or four minute walk or a minute bike ride. And they're looking at the Gulf of Deer Island, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, we really do have paradise. And the people that take advantage of it see what we have. Now, the, the, one of the biggest questions I get in the bike shop is where can I ride my bike safely? Of course, Ricky, you've been doing this for years. So you know how to take those side roads and stuff. But just think about it. If you haven't ridden a bike for 15 years and you're wondering where I can ride, Riding over that Pops Ferry Bridge can be kind of scary. I get it. I, yeah. I do it once a month with the Circle of Bay group. Um, so there can be improvements being made. And, of course, I'm part of the Harrison County Active Initiative um, uh, board. And so we're working on things. But one of the things I've heard you say, Ricky, after your work with Hurricane Katrina, is velocity. Making things happen pretty quickly. We are in competition. We're in competition with other markets right now. Biloxi has a chance to win, but it is getting some velocity going. So you mentioned uh, Mayor Fofo Gillich. What an excellent gentleman he is, and he understands what we're doing. So I am actually have a, a meeting with the engineer city, new city, Biloxi city engineer, to see what it's going to take to get a little bit safer bicycle paths, some sheriff, stuff that we can do economically to make things happen right away. Um, They've just finished the new boardwalk in Biloxi, and it's fantastic. It goes in front of the casinos, and it's beautiful. I ride it every day. But to get a citizen to ride that and feel safe, it's going to take just a little bit of striping, a little bit of paint. Um, Here on the Gulf Coast, we're friendly to each other. So I think some public service announcements. If people knew to stop at the crosswalk rather than pulling straight out to the street, it sure makes things a little bit safe, and people don't mind doing it. So. Yeah, I think I think we've got some work to do. If I and we'll pick this up on the other side. I'm I turned 65 this year, but I've been committed to physical fitness for more than 40 years. And the one thing I always think about when I go get on my bike, I mean, I think about it every time I get on my bike, is I want today to be a safe ride. I mean, I am hyper because I realize at my age, I don't need I don't need to get hit by a car. I don't need to carelessly slip down. I mean, I've had some close calls, thank God, but I haven't had the big the big wreck yet. And I think, you know, when you spend hundreds of miles on a bike, eventually you're going to have an accident and just got to be safe. We're having a conversation with Bart Luther, who owns uh, Biloxi Bicycle Works. And uh, when we come back on the other side, we'll talk more about it. We'll see you on, this, on the other side. for free. 
free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a conversation with my new friend, someone I've actually known for a long time because I've used his shop to, to attend to my bicycle needs, but it's Bart Luther from Biloxi Bicycle Works. And what he has to say about helping to contribute to the sense of place in Biloxi is really important. You know, Bart, I talk about it on the show all the time that the key to success going forward, there's sort of the old economic model, which is you you go seek industry to come relocate, et cetera. That's still always going to be part of what we do because we have the industries that support all these blue ship companies at Stennis and you've got Chevron and Ingalls and all that surround all of that. But the key to success going forward with the new economy is the re- is understanding that there are a lot of technology jobs, a lot of jobs that are part of the new economy where they can choose to live wherever they want to live. They and and by the way, you see that in your story every day where people who are working yeah. for Amazon or Microsoft or who who knows what, what they're working for and they've chosen to live here in Costa Mississippi. You see it in your story. I want you to talk about that. But also, as I continue to talk about creating a sense of place in places like downtown Biloxi where mixed use and all this development that's happening there, that's just going to put this whole notion of live, work, play on steroids. And that's how we win, isn't it, Bart? It's exactly how we win. Um, Even though I was in Park City, Utah, which, you know, is a beautiful place. And I'm walking around with the Biloxi bicycle shirt on the back and people are stopping me and they're saying Biloxi. You guys have so much potential. Now, I think life here good is good already. So when I say potential, I don't mean to sound degrading to what we have because we have it good. But the potential we have is almost better than any other place I could see in the United States right now because there's so many other places that have already been um, overbuilt. Uh, we have our forefathers protected our coastline and shirted up and made it so beautiful. Our cities are great. And we just naturally have friendly people here. So when I do see, I, I take a lot of phone calls every week with people wanting to move to the Gulf Coast, and they call the bicycle shop, and they said, how is the bicycle riding? You know, <laughs> Or they're visiting for a short time, and they said, you know, I have a, uh, a choice to relocate, and I'm picking several different cities. I'm thinking about Biloxi. What can you tell me about the bicycle riding? Um, people looking to relocate right now, like I said, the Snowbirds, a lot of them are looking to buy. They're nice people with expendable income, and they want to live someplace that they can also recreate. They don't want to have to drive their car every day. Now, around here, you know, having a car is something that's pretty necessary, but we would like it if you could come to Biloxi for an afternoon, get a lot, park in one central spot, and get a lot of things done at one time on your bicycle, make a fantastic day of it, and then go home in your car. Uh, people that are lucky enough to live on this island. East Biloxi, West, you know, we have it really good. Even you, Ricky, over by you know, where you're saying um, that part of Biloxi, once you cross past road, you know, it's really easy. Um, we're working on low hanging fruit first. Of course, there's a lot of possibilities for the coast, but we can do low hanging fruit and really make this part of Biloxi very walkable and bikeable for the citizens and for the, the businesses, the, the tourists, you know, so people, you said local business. It's so nice when you could ride your bike down Howard Avenue and you don't realize there's a coffee shop, but you smell it. 
and you yeah. walk in and you see jacked up coffee and the atmosphere they have there. And it is so friendly. Then you walk and find a bicycle shop. And next thing you know, you find Fly Llama and then you find the, you know, Howard Avenue and Ground Zero Blues Club and then stumble upon the Rue Magnolia. It just keeps going, Ricky. We had a, a, a someone that came in recently that from Lake Tahoe and they found Point Cadet. There was a gentleman that had just caught a croaker. This gentleman <laughs> showed him the croaker and the croaker made noise. The, the visitor to Biloxi obviously could have gone whenever he wanted. He was not worried about how much money he was spending. Um, he thought that was the greatest thing in the world, that one of our locals showed him this little fish that made noise. And that made his vacation. I'm sure his nice room at the Beau Ravage had something to do with it as well and the good food he ate. But just having that little bit of vent- adventure with his relaxation made him say, I'm coming back to the Gulf Coast. Um, part two to that story is he just bought a house on the beach. So he's yeah. going to be part of our tax base now. So it's it's really cool to see this happening um, in our area. And as you say, you know, cities that are of the future are the ones that they, people can get around mobility. Uh, you know, Mayor Fofo talks a lot about walking. Of course, I'm a walker, I'm a jogger, and I'm a bicyclist. It's nice. that The bicycle just adds a little bit of mechanical advantage. So you can carry, you know, do more things in one trip. Yeah. Well, these are all important things, and as part of building uh, a fully able community that really is going to attract the, the the kind of people that we want to attract to this community, people who have chosen to live, work, and play in a similar area, and walking and bicycles are kind of part of it. Through your work within the Gulf Coast Bicycle Club, and then you mentioned the Active Living uh, uh, Initiative, I've actually had uh, Cynthia Walker on before to talk about why sidewalks are so critical to a healthy community. And I mentioned before we went to break a minute ago about the thing I think I think about the most is just staying safe. You know, first right. of all, it's when you go across these intersections, just being doubly making sure that nobody's coming. You know what? You know what I notice? If you go back and look, if you do right now, if you do search on bicycle accidents, what you'll find is these days with the the new iPods that people can put into their ears, you can you can literally drown out, out external no, noise, including a honking car or an approaching car. I don't wear those when I'm riding anymore. I, I'll, I'll wear the old kind if I want to listen to music. I'll listen that way, but I can still hear the external environment. Um, I, I, and so that's you know, there are all kinds of tips I'm sure you give people. I worry when I'm going along the the sand. We'll come back to that and just say yeah. The, when I'm going along the the beach, uh, if there's been wind, this the, the maybe it's M dot or the county. They're not as quick to remove some of the sand. I worry about slipping down on sand. Um, there are lots of little things you got to pay attention to to have a safe bike ride, isn't isn't there? Absolutely. You know, being aware and realizing that you're the bicycle and the car is going to weigh more than you. But uh, around here, I think eye contact goes a long way. You know, when I make eye contact with another driver, if I'm being courteous to the driver, um, if they see that I'm in my bike lane, you know, we don't have bike lanes everywhere, but we're going to, you know, just imagine a, a nice loop down our beach around Point Cadet and back down Howard Avenue with bike shows And people know that's one of the bike routes. Um, Bayview street is so gorgeous. So, as we get to using more of these streets more often, vehicles get used to us being there. And, you know, luckily in, in Bullocks, we have a lot of friendly drivers. But you do have to, you know, stay safe, 
Um, you talked about the music. So sometimes I don't need music to enjoy a bike ride, but something like this allows an open ear. So Hell you yeah. can still hear the music. It's called bone and uh, bone induction. So the music kind of goes through your cheekbones. It's yeah. good, but it does leave an open ear and it can allow for a phone call or something, you know? So yeah. um, paying attention, of course, I am a walker, jogger and a bicyclist. So I do it all, but I do notice that a lot of people when they're walking don't pay attention that there's anything else around them. So I have a little bell on my bike, you know, and I like to ding my bell and just let people know I'm coming. I do it in a friendly way. Um, but sometimes mm. you do have to really get, I've got a special bell. That, it makes people smile. Um, <laughs> hey, I got to get one of those. I got to get the reason. <laughs> look, you mentioned Pops Ferry Road Bridge, which I go over it all the time, back and forth. And of course, you know, when you encounter someone on that bridge, whether they're walking, running, or on a bike, uh, if they're going the same way you're going, then, um, you know, and if they're listening to music or whatever they're doing, you can startle them. Because I'm, I'm yes. usually riding a little bit faster than the person that I come up on. And and I always, I always, you know, I say, excuse me, I'm trying to do it in a way that doesn't startle. Of course, they get startled. And I say, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to startle you. You know, uh, I hope you're having a great day. I'm just trying to be very kind to them, you know. Right. Um, if they're approaching me, I'm the one who's going to stop and lean to the side, and I'm not trying to have any kind of uh, of uh, we're, we're not going to have a battle on Pops Ferry. We're going it's going right. to be nice, and I'm going to say go ahead and go on by. You know, you have a great day. I'm not I'm not challenging anybody. I'm just going to be the nicest guy on the road. You know, you talk sure. about uh, making eye contact. To me, that's one of the most important things as far as a driver is concerned. Because if he knows you're there and you're, you know, you're being nice and you're, you're smiling and you're engaging them, they'll usually wave you on. They'll stop traffic or whatever yeah. they got to do to wave you on. Um, if you don't have eye contact, I stop. I literally right. stop. I don't, I don't take it for granted that they know that I'm there. But these are all basics, aren't they? Yes, they are basics. And one of the, one of the things I really like is a front light. Um, nowadays with these LED lights, they're, they're rechargeable. I use it day or night and people say, well, you use your light in the day. And I'm like, yes, it really does add that bit of safety. It lets a driver know there's a human being there. Um, I see a lot of people double take and stop. And then they kind of give the, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. You saw me. And if sometimes if it wasn't for that little flashing light, they yeah. might not have seen me. So I like, I like those LED. They are made for daytime use. So I'm like said, rechargeable. They add a lot of safety and they're not very expensive. So I've seen those lights. I'm going to get me one of those lights. Uh, I got to just figure out what else I need because again, I am like hyper-focused on staying healthy. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't want the challenge of having a wreck, that's for sure. Hey, listen, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Bart. And uh, it's everything I expected it to be, because I knew his personality and the personality of his store is, uh, is terrific. And I hope you're enjoying this conversation. We'll see you after this break. Also, listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to the final segment of Coast View. I have my friend Bart Luther, who owns Biloxi Bicycle Works in Biloxi, and he's created such a great vibe there. But again, one of the coolest things about my show is that some of the more interesting conversations actually happen during the break, you know, while we're having a break. But I mentioned to Bart that Craig and Shari Davis, who own uh, the Jackson Pearl and the Bootleg How, the Jackson Pearl and Ocean Springs Bootleg How in in uh, in uh, Biloxi, that he reminds me of them. That you know, here they they came, they sort of sold everything, moved here to open their business. They lived in California, and they have such a sense of this place because they have perspective. But but it's more than perspective. It's about appreciating and living in the moment and not losing sight of what makes this place special. Bart has that. Bart, I think you have it in spades, and it's contagious to be around. I, I'm sure that people tell you that all the time. I had a message this morning from a friend that said something similar, and he grew up here in, in Biloxi, Mississippi, and uh, he basically said about the same thing to me, and and it's great being around Alex. Alex, shout out to you. He's my He's been to this in this BMX riding since he was a kid, and now we have a BMX scene. It's adult BMX. So we're not doing a lot of jumps and stuff. It's basically that's going on Saturday night cruising. Some of us try to do a wheelie, and some of us are just enjoying a beautiful sunset <laughs> on the Gulf Coast. And we light up our bikes now. For some reason, it's fun for adults to light up our bikes. You mentioned Cindy a little bit ago. Dave Dennis called me after one of our night rides. And, you know, Dave Dennis can pretty much do whatever he wanted. Yes. He was so excited about riding his bike with life. He said, let's do this more often. So it's great to see that. Um, yeah, and David's I do the, one of my the, dearest friends. He is he's so genuine, um, and he loves his bicycles. And he yeah. loves sharing it, too. And that's what I see on the Gulf Coast. Um, people don't mind sharing this with people of the right attitude. And it just seems like the right attitude comes out in people when they're here. Um, it is so it is so true. Hey, listen, thank you for what you provide us in terms of that enthusiasm for this place and your contributions toward reminding us why it's so important. You're involved in a lot of efforts, and in the, the last couple of minutes that we have, um, you know, I noticed saw something about the DeSoto National Forest. I see other events that you're involved with. Tell me about some of that external stuff that you're engaged in. Well, there's there's like you said, appreciation. There's people all over the world right now searching out gravel roads to ride because they're they're car free for the most part. Beautiful. And we have those right in our backyard. There's big events going on all over the world that bring in dollars. And of course, that's an after effect. But we have all the hotel rooms. We have everything here in Biloxi and the Gulf Coast to make some of these events happen right here. Um, for our tourist base, I, I heard a segment you did recently uh, on the on the beach. And we have such a great beach to ride on. We don't mind sharing that a, a few times a year with some other bicycle riders. Um, there's a thing called the e-bike. So with the, you know, with the retirees moving down here and a lot of um, the the snowbirds, they're all bringing e-bikes. If we could do an e-bike palooza, and of course I don't want to compare myself to Woody and and what he's done with cruising the coast, but I guarantee you, if we let people ride their e-bike for one morning from past Christiane to Biloxi, we could get. 4,000 people visiting the Gulf Coast on a weekend. And that's just, we, we mentioned BMX. There's a BMX ride that just happened in uh, in Texas. We have a nicer area than they do to ride their bikes, but it would take, you know, a little bit of facilitation from Coastal Mississippi, who I've talked with, and thank you, Coastal Mississippi, for giving me an audience. They, they liked what I said. So hopefully we can get some of these events down here. I have talked to Biloxi about some multi-sports events. Of course, we hear things like Ironman and stuff. 
all the cities that have an Ironman really wreak a financial benefit from it, but it's also a lifestyle benefit. It shows that we're healthy here on the on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. So there's just a lot of potential here, um, and I would love to share that and and also share the economic benefits of what these things can bring. Um, our citizens like it. Well, we haven't made a formal announcement yet, but February 24th at Baycart McCarthy Foundation, uh, Ted Todd Trenchart. We're going to be doing an event in downtown Biloxi, like a kid's triathlon with a one-mile fun run. And we are going to do a big lighted night ride. So hopefully 200-plus bicycles will be riding down Biloxi Beach lit up. It sounds goofy, but it's so much fun. Feel free to join us or just go watch and take some pictures and share those pictures with, with people that are interested in the Gulf Coast. So there's so much exciting happening. I'm glad that I can be part of it. And I hope I can be part of it for a long time and really change uh, you know, change some lives here. We want to get young executives to move here to fill these jobs. To do that, we've got to entice them with lifestyle. I'm not surprised you mentioned Todd Trenchard from the Vaco uh, Foundation of, of South Mississippi. Uh, Todd's a great friend. I've known him for many, many years. And the commitment of him and his board to Coastal Mississippi is incredible. And to see that they were involved in an effort like this is, again, not a big surprise to me. But listen, man, I would say to you, just keep it going. And uh, just like I've had Craig and Shari Davis back, I'll have you back. Oh, uh, your you. your enthusiasm is contagious, <clears throat> and what you bring to the conversation is really important. Um, I mentioned, uh, and we only have less than a minute, but I but I mentioned during the during the uh, COVID uh, pandemic time, you had some supply chain issues because bicycle bicycling is so darn popular now. And I'm assuming you've worked through those issues for the most part now. For, for the most part, uh, we fought for bicycles here in Biloxi. We had people all over the globe that realized Biloxi needed bicycles. So yes, uh, that supply chain issues are slowing up. And with only a couple seconds left, I want to thank uh, Chief of Police here in Biloxi, Chief Miller. You know the Biloxi City Council, you, Ricky Matthews, thank you for helping us shine this light on the citizens here. So thank you all for supporting local businesses, my bike shop. Get out and ride your bike. You bet. This has been Bart Luther from Bicycle, Biloxi Bicycle Works, and it's been a pleasure, my friend. Have a great day yourself, and uh, to, to our audience, have a, have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.